This is My Dumb Friends on Heavy.com. Welcome, 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 welcome. This is My Dumb Friends. I'd like to tell you my name, but I'm banned everywhere. But what the heck? I'm Barbara Toddish. I've been banned by academic associations, but they're letting me be on this radio show. She's reading off a paper the that host doesn't say is that. Dan St. Germain and Sean Donnelly. Wait, Germain and Sean Donnelly? I'm able to be one of their dumb friends, but I'm so dumb. That's limitless. Okay. She's literally not reading that off. She's looking at it like she's reading it off a paper, but it's not there. This show is produced by Christian Polanco. And our guest is Tim Dillon. And I was the introducer. You never disappoint. You want to try that for our French audience? Je vous remercie beaucoup de votre amabilité. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you so much. Barbara, that was wonderful. Haven't you? Great to have you on again. We really appreciate you coming back, Barbara. I think right. I think this is I think it's been going good. Back. Oh, that's right. We you were here. We did we did what you did last week's podcast. Right. Yes. Well, you have a pretty aggressive touring uh, schedule, <laughs> so you have to go feed Trust squirrels in Central Park. I took my way out of the ticket today. I was talking to the host Dan Saint Germain. On the phone about directions to get here, and a cop stopped me. I didn't know what was going on, so I, I oh, pulled you over. You were breaking the law in some way, right? I figured it out. You know that I was on the phone. Anyway, the cell phone, and so I saw his Wait, name. Like in the middle of our conversation, Barbara goes, "I can't talk to you. The cops are here." And then slammed the door. Like a 1940s so, gangster movie. So he he has his name tag on. And his name is Camille, and I say, "Oh, you're French," and I smiled and batted your and he eyes. Said not really, but I figured he was um, from Haiti, so he must know a little French. So I said, "Je vous remercie beaucoup de votre amabilité," and he said. You know you're getting a summons, and and he, I said, but oh, officer, please, I'm a comedian, I'm on my way to a podcast, and he said, oh, that's not an emergency. And then I said, let me ask you this, Barbara, is Newark shitty because you're there? Uh, it's getting better now that I'm there. Goodness, that is true. You're right. Can I ask you a question. Um, when what was it like uh, hugging Jack Nicholson when you got out of that bathtub in The Shining? <laughs> <laughs> the only star I want to meet is Bill Maher. Bill Maher. Do you, Bill Maher. Do you have a belly button? <laughs> Don't ask that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, oh my God! Well, thank you so much, Barbara. Barbara. You did We're, great today. You, know, you did a great. Dan you just love said me that today. You hate me tomorrow. Dan just said that like he was like like it was intervention. He just looked right. at her and said, "You did great today, Barbara." Bar- Barbara, is there anything you want to plug? Um. Yeah, Johnny T. Salito. Was he, is that just a person? He's a young version of Bill Maher. What is with you and Bill? You love Bill Maher, don't you? What yes. would you say to Bill Maher if you got to meet him? Like, we just brought right. Bill Maher in here. You're on a date with Bill Maher. Like, what was your ideal date? Like, and then what you say to him when you see him. Uh, when I first meet Bill Maher, okay, I'm so glad you waited and not gotten married and you haven't gotten married because you are, you are my male clone. You are me if I was a male. We, we could be wonderful together. And then you guys were going we on a date. We could have dark humor, male and female dark humor together. What would your – you guys would go on a date, right? 
Um, it wouldn't matter. We're Just talking with him would be enough. And he'd make me laugh. It's not easy <laughs> to be me. Uh, listen, it's very hard to impress me, okay? I'm go- I've am i gone beyond ego and drama. Money, fame, and power is a limitation. You know, the most important thing in life is to get beyond your Holocaust and reparations uh, <laughs> dramas. <laughs> because everybody goes through hell. And I call yeah, that... Thank you, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you being on here. Wow. That's what you call the money shot. Yeah. Uh, uh, Barbara, uh, we hope you get back safe, and uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Wait, wait Dan, I'd like her to elaborate. <laughs> Dan, I would like her to elaborate on the Holocaust Wait, Barbara, what do you think about the Holocaust and reparations? No, no, wait, this might be a bad idea. Okay, look. You asked if, for it. If, if blacks get reparations, then all the wives, housewives, will want reparations for housewife slavery. <laughs> Then all the children will want reparations for being slaves to their parents because they've had to live the dream for their parents because the parents are too cowardly to live the dream for themselves. And then the pets will want reparations because they've been made to do stupid pet tricks. And then the plants will want reparations because they've been peed on by the pets. And then all the way down is the slippery slope. It's slope. It's a slippery slope. On Park Slope, and I'm telling you, what's going to happen is even the electrons are going to have a class action. (laughs) The electrons are going to have a class action suit because the the ions and the electrons and the protons are going to sue each other for bullying. All I know is the Westboro Baptist Church is missing an angel. (laughs) (laughs) Barbara, thank you so much. Let me get you the fuck out of here. All right. Thank you so much, Barbara. Yeah. We really appreciate it. What am I going to do until 6 o'clock? I have an no. open mic at 6. Oh, go catch a movie. Go catch a movie. Thank you so much, Barbara. Guys, give it up for Barbara. Let her, yeah. let her have it. Thank you so much. Johnny T. Salito or Barbara Tadish. John- <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Thank you, Barbara. Thank you so much again. We really appreciate it, Barbara. All right, well, Barbara. We just Barbara Tadish yeah. out of the building. Yeah, to, yeah. We, we have an arm security guard. I feel guard. slightly inadequate as a guest because I am, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, am, I, mean, I, I can't, can't hold give a, a fuck about you right now. Yeah, I, I cannot hold a candle to what just happened. Can you, what did you think it just happened, Tim? It, it was First of all, she came in and she sat next to me and um, before the podcast opened up a foil pouch <laughs> which contains whatever it was. It was the strongest smelling food. <laughs> I had ever seen it smelled like onions and garlic and, and she began to eat it with her hands and I saw and part of it was an egg. And oh, it was more than just an egg? No, was, there was onions in there. Yeah, oh. it was a, it was a, it was a it was a pouch of spices and and it it, it, it was it, a hobo feast. Yeah. It was she started a fire in my living room yeah. that heated up. It was extremely pungent like and a, it walked in flies out. Yeah. Through the whole apartment. <laughs> You know, and I was just uh. saying, like, you got to be pretty comfortable with who you are as a human being to even behave that way. No, or you can just be batshit crazy. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> too. No, that's what it was with her. She was, she's just out of her mind. But she, mind. there's a thing there where it's weird. When, she, when, she's, like, when she's performing, that's when she gets that batshit. But when she's walking down, she rants, but she's not as crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, she, I like, totally yeah. believe it. She was she was talking about the, the Holocaust and 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 reparations. And then I, she comes down and she goes, Sean, you know I was kidding, and I thought she was going to say kidding about reparations. The Holocaust, and she goes, I was kidding when I called you a metrosexual earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went, oh yeah, that's no problem. But what about the what about the world? What, what about, about all that horrible? What about all the horrible shit you said about Jews and blacks? <laughs> 
She's a fascinating human being. Oh, she is just a delight. <laughs> if I, if I, she's yeah. Dan's best friend. Yeah, <laughs> Dan loves I, her. I feel like I want to do a remake of The Soloist with me as Robert Downey Jr. and her <laughs> right. as Jamie Foxx. <laughs> that, <laughs> it's like she was not just a project; she was my friend. It's who like would, Finding Forrester. Who yeah. would confuse you for a metrosexual? That's the thing, because she's well, so she crazy. Doesn't see Sean? No, she well, sees she, just colors. Well, the reason, right, like, right, right, right. Sure. Yeah, like, the just, reason, and a sound that comes from it. Right. It's like when people see notes as colors. <laughs> she, like, was, the reason she said it is because Tim was like, "Oh, you have a nice apartment." And I said, yeah. "I go, oh my, well, my, I live here with my wife." And she goes, "I go, I'm not gonna clean it up like right. it is." And then he goes, "You know, I'm not a tidy guy." And then she goes, "Or you could be a met- metrosexual." That's what she. And I'm like, and I'm like, no, but I don't look like a metrosexual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I look like I, you know, I live in a junkyard. You know. <laughs> But oh my, oh god. my god, Jesus! Christ. She's she's and, and Dan was saying that she's got to be happier than than we all are. Because yeah, to be that, that free, yeah, I would say, yeah, I'd say she so. Has yeah, to yeah, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. knows who she is. Yeah, one hundred percent. Then there's no social conventions. There's no what are people going to think of me? No, it's just here's she, what I'm. Yeah, she Facebooked yeah. or messaged me about. Um, Get, she was going to vote, and she was trying to get naked at the at the voting booths or sure. something like that. As many people yeah, have yeah, that yeah. problem. <laughs> she was, yeah, well, that's just an issue. Looking. And yeah. she messaged you and basically was saying, I'm just trying to get naked at the booths. Right, when she yeah. was pissed off. It gives new the... meaning to a hanging chat. Right. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Jesus oh, boy. Christ. Oh, boy. That's hey. a bum bum and I was like, fuck you. What? Yeah. I would love to know. You, you would have made that joke yeah, a few would've. years ago. Yeah. I would love I to know. I would have probably made it now if I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to know who she voted for and the reasoning behind that. Like, that's got to be a fascinating discussion all in itself. Oh, uh, I think it has to do with uh, planets right. and the way the stars <laughs> align. Right. There's she no voted way. for Mercury. No yeah. <laughs> it's she, not taxes. She, I'll tell you that much. Well, I know. I saw her ballot and, and she checked next to Aurora Borealis. <laughs> 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 she was just like, I'm like right. I didn't know he's running. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, Tim, thanks so much for being here. Well, uh, no, thank you for having me. Tim's and again, a very funny comic. I got to see him I, for the first time about a month or so ago. I am not. I'm not going to really compare to what we've had, but I'm going to try <laughs> well, to yes, do my best. Yes, you know, you I will. do have some mental illness in the family. I'm going to try to bring it to the forefront. <laughs> do you have mental to the illness surface. In your I, well, my mom's a schizophrenic. Oh, oh so I do. Yeah. I, Can you? So you coming out of the closet? That's like the least shameful thing. Yeah. No, my parents. <laughs> my parents were not even. Concerned with, I was also right. a troubled kid, and I did drugs, and I did that. So right. it was like, it was you know, when I told them I was gay. It was like, well, you're not going to jail, and yeah. you're not asking for money, so you're fine. You're fine. Right. You know what I love mean? you. Yeah, that's you know, really hard, what, man. What, that your mom's a schizophrenic. Well, it is. It is. And you know, what? we didn't know up until she was officially diagnosed as schizophrenic. She was just like eccentric. You know, and like, you know what I mean? Like, like my mom's like, so spontaneous. It, you know, oh, you know what Christmas it was? Christmas every day. Exactly. <laughs> you know what my aunt would be like? You know what? They would go, Patty, isn't she fun? You know, because <laughs> isn't she fun? And I would go, yeah, she's fun. Like, isn't she fun? Because my mom would sit around and talk about conspiracy theories at like Christmas dinner. Isn't she fun? And, and that's what they'd you say. You know what that is? That's Irish denial. Oh, that's Irish yeah, denial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody would be drinking and my mom would be like, you know, Carl's out of the country for the third time this month. That sounds like intelligence agent to me. <laughs> And everyone would be like, everyone would be like, isn't Patty wacky and fun? She was like a schizophrenic from a sitcom. Yeah, oh, she was, and she collected Beanie Babies and Hess Trucks and McDonald's toys. Well, that's what Sean does. And she believed, (laughs) well, Sean, this could be an issue going forward. And she believed she could, how how she was going to retire. Like, that's how she believed. That's actually not that crazy of a thought, though. No, there was a time in the 90s where everybody thought, like, oh, if I just buy a bunch of Spider-Man, Making your son go through McDonald's four times through the (laughs) drive-thru window. And wear a disguise and wear a, literally wear a hat yeah, because you can only no. get you can only get one Mufasa or Simba toy <laughs> per Happy Meal. That might be, but again, Patty's fun. 
You know, it was like, how do you spawn? So, uh, yeah. So the fact that it, the fact that just homosexuality came out of this oh, uh, was fine. Like, totally fine. 43rd uh, on the list of problems that's going yeah, on here. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah. Problems, just issues. And I was, Do you think I, you had a problem with overeating because of all that McDonald's I think it shit? didn't set me up on the right, <laughs> you know, on the right path because we always yeah. ate out. And we always ate at fast food places. And right, my right, mother, right. my mother would call up. And go, hello, is this, is, uh, you know, this is Wendy's? Okay. I want to know, what, what toy are you up to in The Little Mermaid? Are oh you still on Ursula? God. You're still on Ursula. Okay. Holy when shit. does Sebastian come out? <laughs> Next week, do you? And then she'd try to break them down. She'd be like, let's be honest. Do you have any Ariels left? Okay, we'll check. Please check. <laughs> Can you check? And then she'd be on the phone. And then we'd drive and get Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers and yeah. then get, you know, whatever toy that she was missing in the sequence. Yeah. Did she? No, she kept them wrapped, obviously. She right? kept them wrapped. And I'm not even kidding around. We had, a, we had you know, Hurricane Sandy recently. And I went back to my grandmother's house where a lot of this stuff Is was everything stored. Right? Uh, it's No, everything's destroyed. Oh, so man, years and years of oh, – yeah, it's rough. But awful. I mean it's, you can't not laugh when you open a garage and you see like – Beanie Babies and Princess Diana Bears floating around. <laughs> Princess Diana Bears? Yeah. Oh, well, that, well, that was the, died, that was the big there. one, yeah. Well, you know, Princess Diana you know, Bear was You know what's the... ironic about that? That if, uh, if Barbara was to explode, that's what would come out. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> she spontaneously combusted. combusted. Like, yeah, it would be, be McDonald's toys dolls and sparkles yeah. and Barbie dolls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just the, every compulsion in America would come out of Barbara. Oh, my God. So your mom, she's still around, obviously. She's still around. And... You know, she's, she takes medicine and she stuff. She takes medicine. There's good days and bad days. So yeah, some days yeah. she's great and very logical, and then some days she's not as logical. Patty's fun. It's Patty's, yeah, Patty's fun. You know, and <laughs> yeah. and that was what it was up until we found out that fun involved. You know, and because she got more paranoid through the years. It, at one point, it was literally just collecting stuff and being kind of wacky, and then right. and then it turned into like paranoia. Like you know what? I think I'm being followed, and all of these things that yeah. made you think like, wait a minute, this it's isn't work. fun it's anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Totally. So, oh my god! But man. she's you know, it's, so it's one of those things where I and I know that mental illness, by the way, is passed through the mother's side of the family i don't know if you oh, guys know is that. that true yeah many things are passed through your mother's side it's it's strange oh i didn't know that and so mental illness is actually passed through the mother's i guess side, that's so why I'm, I'm inappropriate i think that was just passed down is that, that your mom passed down. Yeah. Inappropriate. are you inappropriate um, i guess you're inappropriate sometimes no. but my dad my my grandpa was a raging alcoholic and my, my mom has a problem drinking like raging alcoholic oh right? he died with like a bottle in his hand yeah wow. yeah my grandfather uh, he, my grandfather was too he died when he was like 48 years old yeah because of drinking yeah. And, but and then and, and Irish like and how long does it take for them to address uh, your mom's issue? An Irish family, your parents, both your parents are Irish. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes that a while to do it. Thing. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. It was it took a while to do it, and it was something where you'd find like the Irish people, which is great, and and it, it can be a good thing. They'll try to find the good in everything. Yes, yeah. Like yeah, everything yeah. will be like yeah, you, you go you to know, awake and you can kill it away. You can destroy it away. Absolutely, yeah, 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 because yeah. everybody will be like, well, you know what? You know, Patty's so creative. Yeah. Isn't she creative? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she comes up with all this stuff. Isn't that creative? And it's like, uh, no, it's a synapse firing in her brain and not hitting the other one. That's not – I mean, I guess you could say it's creativity, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, yeah. actually yeah. Just quite a huge problem. Well, I think they'll come up with a million different reasons that the actual reason that it is. I mean, my mother used to tell me – I was a child actor when I was younger. My mom got me into acting. Child? Oh, my God. I was God. a child You're actor. fucked forever. So I, I auditioned for like Home Alone and Grace Under Fire. Like I auditioned oh, wow. for some pretty like sitcoms. I didn't get anything. But I auditioned for a lot of that stuff. And my mom would, you know, sit me down. My mom took me on all the auditions. And she would say stuff that I realize how crazy it is now. And I put some of it, you know, in, right. in my act and stuff. Like she told me once, she goes, 
do you know what advantage you have over all these people? And I'm sitting here and I said, what, mother? And she goes, you have a European facial structure. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat there, and I'm seven, okay? And I said, if like you, you, you know, yeah, I know what that is. Do tell. And she's like, a lot of people have these apple fat pie faces, but you have an angular European face to you. And I was just like, this is this has got to be. So it was conversations like that that later in life I realized, realized how back, looking crazy back, yeah, they were. Right. You know, oh how crazy God. they were. Oh my god! But I love her because I think that's why I'm a comedian. Part of that yeah. is oh no, that oh definitely grow. And my father yeah. kind of you know you t- telling yeah. this, it's like you can tell you tell with love, and it's not like absolutely because, yeah. There's yeah. no yeah right. Exactly. I mean, my mother took me and my friends out to dinner in New York City because she was afraid when they were spraying right. for West Nile in the late nineties. <laughs> yeah. She was afraid that it was like not spraying for bugs. They were like. I don't know. It was like depopulation or something. There was people. There was a lot of people that thought yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened. Where they thought West Nile was like they were sp- putting like poisons into the air or whatever. As it was I grow up and I talk to more people, I but realize you know, that shit's probably you know. Look at Agent Orange. Right. Look at the, right. The yeah. No, it's not, it's not that much of a stretch. Yeah. A lot of the stuff. crazy things that she believes. Some of them came true. A lot of them, you know, talking to normal people. I think the difference between a normal She's like person, Claire Danes and Homeland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the difference between a normal person and a crazy person is not always that huge. I think it's just like a couple of steps. Yeah, we were She'll talking just about that. Actually, a couple podcast. of steps past what a normal right. person would. And then if it's left untreated or it's left alone or it's called Patty's Fun, right. it, got, it goes from a couple of steps to 50 steps. Well, right. that's the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. If you let her alone, like right now she's living in an assisted living thing oh, okay. and she's like, she'll fight with the nurses about the food and I have to call her up and I have to get involved and be like, listen, you have to eat what they give you. You can't start a fight and then she'll complain about the quality of the food and she'll be like, well, if you had seen the yeah. grilled cheese sandwich that I got. It was burnt. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, Mom, you can't yeah. hold the – first yeah. of all, the aides are not even cooking the food. You know, So it's these things where she'll – She's trying to control her universe. Yeah, she's trying to control everything. Yeah, yeah. it's so, got to be very frustrating when you don't yeah. know like how to – you know, you, can't, you feel powerless you yes. know, in that situation. It You're, is tough. It is tough to be powerless. And it's like one of the, one of the things that I always – I, I always keep in mind is like there's so much I can do. I can go. I can talk to her. I can make her laugh. I can yell at her if need be because sometimes she's you know, out of control. And I'm like, listen, you know, but there's not I, – I can't fix any of that. Right. And right. So, right. Yeah. And that took a, me a long time to realize a, that you can't be – like you can fix you. That's a, that's a real program shit. That. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. That's, and that's – you know, so – one of the things when I stopped drinking and drugging, one of the things I had Are to realize. Are you in the program too? I am. Oh, I am. Yeah. yeah. So it's, we, it's we take I'm an all-around winner. Actually. <laughs> I'm an all-around. There's not too much I'm not involved <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it was one of those things. I was like, you know what? I can't. I'm just going to check out like, and I'm just going to have fun. And I have right. fun with it. And like literally people say, well, I'll do jokes about my mom. They're like, how can you do jokes about your mother? Like people will come up to me after shows and I'll be like, listen, man, if you don't think – my mother's hysterical. You're crazy. First off, fuck, yeah. those, crazy. fuck those people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, right. who are they? Oh, yeah, well, I'm the one who had to fucking deal with her. For yeah, exactly. I'm allowed exactly. to laugh yeah, at her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Just because like, you feel you bad. fucking yeah. wearing different hats, going to McDonald's it's, every day? It's one of those things where it's it's. How many fine. fake mustaches yeah, you did have? you wear? <laughs> How many right. bushes did you have to wear around your waist? <laughs> you haven't suffered at all. But it was it was crazy. And I, she was fun. She was fun. So, I mean, she's just, you know. Patty's fun. Patty's fun. Patty's fun. It's so funny that you said that. Show right there. That right. is a one man show right there. That's because a that, it's so funny because that's how, and I think it's a generational thing too. Yeah. I think that's how that generation deals with that kind of stuff. Oh, Patty doesn't have a serious mental disability. Or you want to call it mental, whatever. Like she didn't drink. And one of the things, like people said, you know, my grandfather had said, you know, 
a drink might not hurt her. Like that was that was a theory at one point. Like, yeah, yeah. let's just get her on the juice and she'll be fine. She'll be all right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta love right. Irish Catholics. It's very yeah. interesting, like the way we deal with stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're very concerned. Irish Catholics are very concerned about what other people think of them. Yeah, very big on perception. Very right. perception, and they're also they're very good on. on Sweeping everything under the rug oh, and not dealing with things head on. That's and I was like, listen, I was like eighth grade and I was taking dance lessons and everybody was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, you know, like, like, and they were comparing me to whatever straight yeah. dude, like, he's Gene yeah. Kelly. Right, right. Oh, look, Gene <laughs> Kelly, he's, like, uh, fucking, oh, he's Ben Vereen. Yeah, yeah, like, they're going to get such a great gal with those moves. And it was like, yeah. uh, there's yeah. clearly an issue that's here. That's the thing, too. Yeah, that's There's right. clearly a big issue here. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like my aunt who's 40 and hasn't left home and wears, like, man suits to work it's like okay yeah. you know it's like whatever and her friend Carol right <laughs> yeah, right yeah, it's yeah. one of those things but they love like down deep they do love you right of course because I, I really do believe that like there is such love in those families and it's all about families but you know and they, they know what you are I think like I really believe they know like going to bed they're like it's mm, gonna be an issue in a couple of years but yeah. it's just it's all about they can't confront it at the moment right, right exactly at that moment there's exactly. just so much shame I think in being Irish, just in the history <laughs> of, of you know being, yeah, right. it's like being you're, colonized yeah. by a group, you know, a group of people who right. are always superior than you, and yeah. you know, I think so you, just, that, you it, think I just you just carried over. It in I the think genes. yeah, that's just like that fucking. That, you know that that just that I- insecurity and that inadequacy sure. and oh you no, know, it's why the greatest writers come from there. It's because everybody it's has true. that. Well, we're not true. good enough thing. It, it, it's fine. It's a depressed. It is. I've been there once. We went there. Yeah, and I went it, there. I was there for like five like, months. Dude. I could see getting depressed living it's there. Beautiful and sad. Yeah, right? it's beautiful yeah. and sad. There is a sad. It's it not looks, like a fun place. No, you know, no. It looks exactly how you think it's going to look. It just it's bunch dreary. Of the whole yeah. place feels very yeah. dreary. A lot of rain. It rained. You know, rains a lot. There's more men than women, so nobody's getting laid. Right. Yeah. Right. He fucking said. Um, but so you had so as far as like um, did you have to overcompensate when you were a kid? Like when did you know? Not to get, knew, we don't get, I, we don't get what, we don't get like what WTF on this? But yeah, yeah, yeah. when did you know that you were, were gay? Or did you like real, or dance lessons? Thir- well, thir- I was like twelve or thirteen, and I remember watching Home Improvement literally and looking at Jonathan Taylor Thomas and saying, "I feel a weird way about that kid." Like, yeah, yeah, okay. I yeah. was thirteen, and I was like, <laughs> "He's gay now too, right?" No, I don't. He, think I think so. he's. No, he I think he's actually. I think he's gay. Is that yeah. true? Well, I don't yeah. think he came to the closet, but he's gay. <laughs> what? Is that true? <laughs> this could be the greatest love story of all time. I always kind of wanted to fuck Wilson. I don't know why. <laughs> well, you have mystery, a thing, you're, you're thing for yeah, fences. The mystery. Yeah, 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 yeah. You love fences. Yeah, but I, I dated women. And, and fishing hats. What? I dated girls for years after that. So for Were you able to get it up and everything? Yeah, yeah. No, I dated and had sex with women until I came out about two and a half years ago, about three months before I started stand-up. Oh, you so came, came out, out two and a half years ago? Yeah. Oh. So, you, Wait, how so old are you now? Would 27. you yourself oh. bisexual then? No, because I didn't really enjoy it. I was just... I could. I think bisexual. How were you able to get hard? Were you like thinking of other guys? And shit? Yeah. 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 I'll be honest. When you yes, have sex with women. Yeah. I mean, but it's also. I think right. if you put your penis in a vagina, even a gay person, it's still. It's just a reaction of you're going to get an erection. Did you ever think? Like, I wasn't the great. Like I was like, there's no women out there going. Oh, you got to have sex with him. He was amazing. Right. right, right. Did you? Uh, uh, did you ever get to the point where you're like, oh, I'm going to get married? Well, I had a. Well, that's a funny story. Actually, I had a long term. Uh, a, a girl that I would see on and off. Yeah. And we, we would go – and she would love me because I would take her out to nice restaurants. Like I love restaurants. So that's right, like a big right, thing right. of mine. My uncle's in the restaurant business. So I take her out. We were senior in high school. We go out to all these – and I, that's what women fall in love with, which is weird. Right. Like men oh, fall in love with like 
you know, hooking up and, and all of these different things. Women literally fall in love, I think, with like the pomp and circumstance. No, like, I, I oh, the, the romance of it. My, my yeah. ex, I would they want, sure. they want Camelot. They want, they right. want to be Jackie Kennedy. And because yeah. I was a gay and dude, I, I, I loved all of that and shit. Like, yeah. I was like, we could, we could take a horse ride through Central Park, we could go out to dinner. <laughs> just don't touch me. Just don't touch me. You know what I mean? Just don't, just don't ever physically make contact with me and we'll be fine. Cause I loved all that stuff too. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. watching ice skaters and all of this stuff that like, you know, we're all my straight friends are just like, oh, like I have to do that. Like, let's yeah, just yeah. watch a movie. All my straight friends want to do is like simple stuff, and that's not. I'm not. I'm not. It's a stereotype. Obviously, there are straight guys who love that stuff, but like a lot of straight guys I know don't want to go to a five star French restaurant and sit there and like eat. I, I eight do. Courses. Maybe I'm a little well, some, gay. Some do. You know? Some do. There's I am a little gay. That. I guess. Yeah, well, that shirt's pretty gay. I guess. Yeah. That, <laughs> so we, we Wild West shirt. She took me to Vegas uh, mm-hmm. senior year mm-hmm. and uh, the summer senior year. And you know, th- and I, w- I was not in the program, so I was drinking heavily. Yeah, and yeah, I knew yeah. I knew who I was, but I'm drinking heavily. I'm trying to drink the gay out of me, right? Right. And I'm right. trying to say to myself, "This girl's family loves me. She loves me." I like, think that's like, the what's... Milwaukee best slogan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drink the gay out of you. <laughs> you man up. So you, but you best. knew you were gay, but you were like, you were like, felt bad because I of how much you you could... loved her, but you just weren't. Yeah, she's still to, to this day. She's still a great friend. person and yeah. a good, good friend. You know. So we went to Vegas and we're getting hammered and she gets this room in like the Tropicana and everything. And it's, it's like, a, you know, we're just having fun and we're drinking. And my uncle's a director of operations for like the Smith and Walensky's restaurant group, which is a steakhouse oh, in New wow. York yeah, City. Of course. So, yeah, yeah. That's big So they, they have one in Vegas. So he's like, you and Nicole can go to Vegas and eat, eat here, you know. So we're eating there and we feel like we're the top of the charts and they're sending us wine and martinis and everything like that. And, you know, somewhere around dessert, I said, you know, wouldn't it be a good idea <laughs> Wouldn't it be a good idea? Now, this is after, you know, an 18-year-old has drank his weight. And, you know, and I'm drinking port now because I want to, like, be like my dad and cool. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, wouldn't it be funny if we got married? <laughs> and she – and I, I tossed it out to her as something that would get a laugh and a chuckle. She absolutely loved the idea and oh. said, 100%, let's do it. And we did it. We went right after dinner. We walked, like, a block down to a chapel that said – Get married, free cake. And we were laughing at how funny that was. And we went in and they, they, they change you into a, a, a tuxedo and a wedding gown. Oh and my they God. take pictures of it. And, and this it's counts like a, as a dumb thing. And it's like a whole big thing. <laughs> and this was horrible because I knew, by the way, and I, I'm drunk. I'm not drunk enough to think I'm straight at that point. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. Like I, I knew. You were just in it for the cake. <laughs> I was in it for the cake. Let's not lie. Yeah, yeah. And I was in it for like, again, pomp. It's like, won't this be fun type yeah, of thing. Yeah, you were in you know, like, photos. This is a nice yeah. experience. Yeah. I didn't realize how to her this was going to be a really horrible Experience and which t- she probably doesn't trust anyone now because of this. Like she has a lot of trust issues oh, yeah. because of me. Go- because and yeah. I'm thinking, oh, so- isn't this a big gag? And she's like, no, this is my life type of thing. <laughs> and I'm in love with you. And this is a great story. And I'm like, hey, isn't this wacky? Let me ask you this. Yeah. So she. So this whole time. I guess it makes. I, I'm assuming she knows what we know. I grew she up. She doesn't four, know that yeah. you're gay. She doesn't know that I'm right, gay. Yeah, I grew yeah. up four blocks away from her. I would come over to her house on Christmas. This was a horrible thing. When I told her, she cried on the phone. This was like not, I felt horrible about. It. Like I really felt bad about. Were this. you broken up with her at this point or no? When you told her, yeah. Well, I mean, we were on and off. So it wasn't we? You know, we were like four or five months. We had not, you know. And then I and I told her, and she was just kind of got teary and everything like that. And. Uh, was, so you were like hoping another guy came in and started dating her. I was hoping she fell in love with somebody. Uh. I totally fell in love with somebody like, 
you know. And, and you would have been fine with that. And I would have been fine with that. But I'm, you know, but every time she would come home, we we would, you know, go out for drinks or whatever, some nice restaurant. We'd do something. And I said, this is like not good because even though I want to be friends with her, yeah. in her mind, this is keeping like the illusion alive that like, you know, one day – you know, we're, we're, we're going to be like, you know, with Kevin James and Leah Remini. And this was not, yeah, there was, was not going to happen ever, unfortunately. Right, right, right. Oh, my so, God. So it so. was it was tough. But we did, we got married. Now, here's the thing about Vegas. You don't get a marriage license that night. You have to apply the next day because you would. You don't have time. You, well, that's well, the whole thing. Also, it would be insane. And it would be insane because there would be a million annulments a day, which there still are. But they, they say, listen, like, sleep on this. So I always kid everyone. I'm like, we didn't lie. To, we only lied before God. You know, it wasn't, right, right. Yeah. It wasn't like the state of Vegas, like, got involved. We yeah. lied before God. But yeah. it, was, it was something that it was so stupid. It was selfish on my part because I knew that the, none of this was going right. like, to. Right. Like, you know, and a lot of people would be like, well, did you lead her on? Like, did you lead her on? And I'm like, yeah, I guess I, you could say I led her on. Like, right. But you were also leading yourself on. That's true too. You know, that's true. Like too. you were trying to, but deep down you knew, but you weren't ready. To I knew, but I was like, you know what? We can we can change this. Like, we can my change friend Danny this. is a good friend of mine. Uh, in high school, he would have like girlfriends, but then he would like meet dudes on the internet. Well, I would do like, I would do stuff like that, but I mean, for a while, I didn't meet anyone. Like for a while, it was just I was trying to give it, and I would date you know chubbier girls, and we'd go out to these restaurants and these big Italian restaurants and eat these large meals, and, and they would love it, and they would love it because we would just yeah. go out and eat a lot of food, and there would be no <laughs> little romance. Like maybe they'd be like making out of there. But no, like and every dude like, is trying to get a girl's pants off. I was just like, let's have gnocchi. And they loved and, it. And they loved it. Yeah, and they loved it. I'm like, let's get the asabuco and right, some right, red right. wine. <laughs> and that must have been amazing. And that you, was sexual had, to me. That was literally sexual just going out and eating. When you had like like sex with a man for the first time, it must have been incredible. You're like, Holy Well, it was shit. just a lot of real it was just like, wow, this is this is This is what they're talking about. This is completely different. That's the stuff. Because yeah. <laughs> I've never I've never to this yeah, day like, I've I didn't never, need to go out to all these restaurants. <laughs> I've never gone out to eat with a guy that I'm like you know, it's not not in the way that I would go out with a girl, like where it would be like that would be the centerpiece of the night. Now yeah. it's like, ah, eh, who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it is different. So I guess I'm just a pussy. That's that's that why I still it. want to do that. that you, with, you you like pomp and circumstance. I you like, like pomp dates. And circumstance but you don't set up. You you schedule dates like you do like a, a teeth cleaning. You put them in between shows and stuff like <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> he goes to a date like, hey, I can meet up with you from eight to eight forty five, and then yeah, tomorrow yeah. for about fifteen twenty yeah. minutes. But so, it was a lot of stuff that I overcompensated for. Now, like, well, I was, I well, was, what was the yeah. big thing with you and drink? Like, what was the worst was drinking big, story? Uh, well, or I the was, dumbest thing you've done drunk? Well. uh Besides hey, this is funny, and I've been literally. I bought a house. Intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I bought. I bought. Were you house. drunk when you did that? Uh, yeah, I was. I bought a home, and here's here's the thing. I was. <laughs> yeah. So that. <laughs> it's uh, again not. I don't advise it. Is it the middle of the afternoon? You go to a fucking Century Twenty One. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, open house. Here's the thing. Fuck it. I'll get it all. <laughs> I love this place. Does the wine come with the house? I wish I wish I could say it was I was in the mortgage industry for a yeah. while as a mortgage guy. I was loan officer at a mortgage bank. And uh, you know, I, I was you I was, proved yourself loaded. Yeah, and I was and I was I didn't like what I you know, I was like I hated working in an office all day yeah, and all yeah. of that. I, I knew that I wanted to get back on stage eventually, do something right. creative. Yeah. But like I'm I'm loan officer mortgage and I'm like twenty two years old. Yeah. And I'm making decent money and a friend comes up to me and goes, Listen, there's a house and bull and I'm drinking every night. I'm having martinis there. He comes up to me, I'm like three martinis deep. I always drank martinis because I thought I was like you know, I thought I was like some Yale legacy and I had all this money and, you know, skull and bone. You're like, look at me. I got the martini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Living the life. like, there's, there's, this, there's this house that they're selling for under market. Is, this is in Long Island? Yeah, which is in Long Island in a place called Baldwin. And he goes, you know. I know Baldwin. And he goes, you can, you can, 
you should look into this. This might be a good investment. It's perfect for a rental. You can rent it out, you know? And literally at that point, I was standing there in front of a couple of people and I didn't want any of them to think that like this was like, you know, that I was like, you know, I wanted them to think I was like a player and stuff. So I was like, absolutely, let's go see it. And the guy was shocked. He's like, really? And I went and saw it. I had great credit. They pulled my credit because I paid back like one credit card on time. Yeah. And I had a 700 credit score. Insane. So a week later... I signed my name to a mortgage for like $600,000 <laughs> and I bought the house never having seen it. I had never seen this house. I had never seen the actual house. I had never seen the house. I had That's just, amazing. The person who told me it – now, this is when you're doing blow. I'm taking Percocet every day. But again, I'm functioning. I'm working. And I'm like, I can handle this. Get out of my way. And, you know, and I remember going to see it for the first time and it had a big yard. And I'm like, they're going to chop this up and sell the land. I'm like, I'm, and all my friends are like, like, this is how crazy it was in Long Island back at that time because so many people were buying houses. Me and my friend Brian were driving to the closing of the house, okay? Driving to sign all these documents. And literally, we're sitting there, we're stoned, we're driving on the parkway to the closing. And I just say, my friend Brian goes, What are we doing? And I said, I'm buying a house. And all he did is he looked at me and he goes, you're doing good. Sounds like a Long Island meathead. <laughs> yeah. like, like no, like, how do you have the money? Yeah, yeah. None of that because I had a shirt and tie on and, like, it was back in the days. That's where, a supportive like, friend right there. Yeah. yeah. It all added need up. You need a guy like that. Yeah. You do need a guy like that, you know. And, um... And I went and I bought the house and I made it work for two years. And I moved in a, a family and they, they – and it was a minister and his wife who was a nurse and they, they paid the – like they paid part of the rent and I paid part of the rent. And there was this bar called Lisa's Lounge up the block and I would just get drunk every single day in it because I knew that business was bet worse every month. I knew that the house values were coming down. I knew that they were cutting people's lines of credit and I knew eventually that this was heading towards a bloody and brutal end. But I said, ah, and I would throw back drinks with like the local, <laughs> ah, fuck it. and I'm 22 and I'm hanging out with guys who are like, you know, the median age in the bar was like 60. This yeah, was yeah. an old man an old bar. Man bar yeah. It was like Chuck the Electrician. That's so funny because yeah. when I was drinking, those are the places that I want to hang oh, out. Oh, of course. That's the f- best place to hang out. Those yeah. are the, yeah. There's, yeah. there's the no judgment places. there whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And again, just like, again, and, like Irish family, I told my dad, and instead of going, you know, son, you might have a real problem, he goes... You know, he goes, an old man bar has played a part in every Dylan's life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's great. That is great. Not, hey, son, you need help immediately. You're a legacy. Oh, that's funny. That's crazy. Yeah, that's what old man bars are like, man. Yeah. You know what it is? Also... Chances are you weren't half as bad off as most of the guys in that bar. Well, I, I had time oh, yeah. to recoup. You know, I had time to recoup. And are you okay financially now, or are you still have like a bunch of debt? I would, I would, all kinds of no, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's it's one of those things where I I made a decision. Like a lot of Americans, like a lot of people, made a decision to buy a house and give it a shot and. Because things went wrong. Now, I'm not saying it wouldn't have gone wrong without the financial crisis. There's right. a ton of ways it would have gone wrong if things were fine. Yeah. But it did, it did go wrong. And unfortunately, I had to like walk away from the house. And the house had lost $150,000 of value in like the first year and a half I had it. Because I bought it literally it at the top time. of the market. Yeah, yeah. So it, it would be insane. And I, and I lost my job. The mortgage company I worked for went out of business. Oh, God. And yeah. so there was, there was really nothing for me to do except keep drinking. And right. you know, and fuck dudes, and and, and fuck <laughs> what did you get? What, what made you get sober? What was the thing that I was a juror on a murder trial, and it was a big. I, I I was so bored with work. Towards the end of my mortgage industry days, I got a letter for jury duty, and I walked in, and I thought it was going to be some stupid thing where like some idiot falls in a Wendy's, and he wants two hundred grand, but they're only.
only going to give him 80? Well, uh, well, like, no, the idiot, the idiot for, all he wants is um, Happy Meal toys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he yeah, just yeah. wants a Happy Meal I thought it was my mother or something. And I'm like, wait a, a minute. Corb, you get there and it's just her stuffed animals. <laughs> She's just sitting there. <laughs> the rest of the yeah, sure. it's, it's Ariel. Like yeah. 12 Ariel. Ariel. <laughs> so what happens? So I walk in and all of a sudden they're reading the indictment, you know, and I see News 12 is there and Newsday is there and I hear murder, torture and rape, okay? And I see how and serious. Went, ding, 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 ding. And I, went, I said to myself, I was like, this is, I need this in my life. Like, <laughs> I need time to reflect. And I said, what's better? How, what's a better way to reflect yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on what's going on in your life? Then seeing this stuff, you know, it's like when you go see a real sad movie yeah, and it yeah. makes you really question everything. I'm like, this is a sad movie times a thousand. <laughs> you know, so I walk in there and I'm aware that my license is suspended. And I'm aware, by the way, if you ever get jury duty and you want to get picked, you, you, you know that you're either going to be a defense pick or a prosecution pick. If you're an upstanding member of society, you're a prosecution pick. Right. So you're going to be a law and order pick. I knew going in, I said, I'm a defense pick. I know that. <laughs> They're going to be like, this guy doesn't pay anything back. <laughs> you're a big fan he, of juries. He owes the state a, a lot of money. He's, you know, the, the defense is going to go, basically, this is another criminal. Bring him in. Yeah. So I'm sitting there on the jury, and my friend said to me, literally when he dropped me off for jury duty, because we're, we're all like 24, 25. We hate what we're doing. We have no direction in our lives. He's like, he's like, I, I, it was just the weirdest thing. He goes, he drops me off in front of the courthouse. And he goes, I know you're going to get it, man. He goes, I know you're going to get it. And I'm like, like it's an audition. Yeah, like it's I'm an audition. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, well, let's see, you know. But I hated my life so much that I was like, you know what? whatever they ask me to do here, it's going to be... But as soon as I heard murder, torture, rape, I'm like, wow. So the prosecution comes up and like, Mr. Dillon, we've looked into your background. You have, you know, your license has been suspended like 10 times. You know, you must just hate police. And then I looked at the uh, prosecution and I said, no, what I hate is the guy who was irresponsible and didn't pay his tickets. And that guy is Tim Dillon. Perfect! <laughs> Perfect! Like she turns around to the other prosecutor and she's like, Wow, you know, like you, were, it, you were Daniel Day Lewis right. and Lincoln, yeah, a hundred percent. And I'm like, okay, so then, so then the defense comes up to me and they're like, Mr. Dillon, we've heard murder, we've heard torture, we've heard rape. How could you be impartial in such a thing? And I just looked at her and I said, words. How do you convict someone on words? I've seen no evidence that your client has done this. So you were killing it. I was killing in the box, okay? Killing were, in the box. You were Omar on the wire. Yeah. Now, Wait, here's the thing. Yeah. You can't seem too eager to get on the jury. Like, there were people who clearly wanted it. Like, there were like people salivating who, and shit. Oh, they wanted it so bad. Like, there was a woman next to me who was like, I think I would be a good juror because, I'm like, you were so out, you idiot. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm like, that's not the you way you do it. You play the system. So as soon as they said, all right, come back after lunch, like, I rolled my eyes. I'm like, oh, I got to be somewhere because they like that you know and then they get like okay we're taking this guy and they literally said at the end they're like all right everyone is dismissed except this other guy and me yeah and we're like okay and they're like please and they swore me into the jury the shittiest star search ever. yeah and i called my boss i called my boss and i'm like listen i'm gonna be out for the while i have jury duty and he's like what he's like a salesman can't get out of jury duty he's like that is the most embarrassing story i've ever heard in my whole entire life i'm like well what should i told him he's like tell him you hate black tell him you hate jews i don't know what to tell you know and i was just like listen man i don't know what to tell you but you know yeah my, you're like and you're like fuck you're not ruining this for me yeah boss. you're not ruining this 40 dollars a day free lunch you sit all day and you judge people it is the greatest job in all of the land and i would like the, the murderer this guy was a murderer but he loved me because i was like the clumsy guy 
I would drop like Altoids in the middle, and like he would turn oh. around and laugh, and I'd be like, you know, that would be Dan. Dan would just be coughing the yeah, whole time. Yeah, Dan would be. Yeah. You, you would you would have gotten along with this guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's sad because you had to put him away because he really did do the wrong thing. But <laughs> yeah, he raped, murdered, and <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, tortured he, was, he did the wrong thing. But you know, I, I'll be honest with you, nice guy, like yeah. uh, <laughs> very nice guy, like very personable, always smiling, like never <laughs> walked in. <laughs> And a nice guy, you know, like not somebody who you'd be like. Man, you are like glasses half full of the car. Yeah, I mean, because I, you sit there. First of all, you sit in a jury yeah. and you look at a guy for two weeks and he's got this baby face and right. he's just sitting there. And it was a, he was a little, a little crazy because they'd be talking about, you know, this guy he stabbed her in both eyes. And they'd be showing the pictures and he'd be sitting there yeah. he's smiling ear to ear like this, you know, just looking yeah. at the jury. And uh, and then I remember one time in the middle of this big forensic thing, I literally dropped Altoids, and it was like, and the judge <laughs> looked at me and rolled his eyes, and the prosecutor's like, "What are you doing?" And this guy laughed hysterically. The, mur- at that. the murderer guy? Yeah, the murderer just sat back in his chair and laughed hysterically, and like I gave him a look like, "You know, what are you gonna do?" And yeah. he gave me a look like, "What are you gonna do?" It was so bad. And then you're like, de- "I'm putting you away for the rest del- of your life." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when we delivered the verdict, I didn't even want to look at him because I felt like Dude, we had bonded. Friends. Like oh I felt like God. we. Oh my God! Well, that's great, man. Thank you so, so the, much. So the lesson is just come out soon, kids. Come out young and <laughs> don't do these things. And you learn how to work to the, the jury system. Soon. Tim, you were awesome, man. Thank, well, thank you, you so, so much for having really me. Anything you want to talk about before you go? Any, uh, uh, I have like, a free monthly show, The Creek in the Cave. Next one is December 29th. It's generally last Saturday in every month. We have great comedians on it. And if you're if you're in the area, come down. Perfect. We gotta have you back, man. Thank you so thank much for doing so this, much. dude. We really appreciate it. All Bye-bye. right, thank you. Bye bye.